you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? My check engine light's on. Mm, that could hurt your gas mileage. The AutoZone free fix finder service can help find the fix for free. Get in zone. This whole report for free? That's right. Printed and on your phone for free. But what if the fix is too tough? We'll recommend a local shop. Fix Finder, only at AutoZone. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Hi, Nilo. Make sure you sign up for the NFL.com slash Pick'em page. All the heroes from around the NFL, the two stars of Move the Sticks, and everybody from the Dave Damashek football program are going to be in there. I'm going to pin it to the top of my Twitter page at Damashek, of course, and on Facebook. Play along with us all season long, won't you? Terrific. Greg Rosenthal's even doing it, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm signed up for it. I'm going to do it. I hope everybody else will do it, too. All right. Tell you what, let's start the show. It's the footballiest time of the year. With quarterbacks throwing and tailgaters ready for some brats and beer. It's the footballiest time of the year. It's the pig, pig skinniest season of all. Belichick is still frowning and Cleveland's still browning. We root for Steelers. It's the pig. Pick skinniest time of the year. We did it! We made it through the bum offseason. What a junk stretch of months that was, everybody. Horns, horns, confetti. Confetti, exactly. That's what we need. Confetti! Confetti! Gather round, it's time for football season, everybody. I don't hope all's well wherever you are. I know it is because it is time for football, football, and more football for the next, what, 20 or so weeks, whatever it is. Let's get right to it. Let's begin the season-long sell. How much? I mean, you know, you got you got 16 weeks of games. But 17, really 17 weeks. Now, now follow me. So that right. really becomes 17, right? Right. Oh, and then you've got. Three rounds Three of the playoffs. playoffs. And then you got the Super Bowl. And the so Pro Bowl. And you and have the Pro a week Bowl. off. 22. Weeks. 22 weeks. How about that? 22? Huh? 22. Hopefully 17 soon, plus 5. Hopefully soon to be replaced by the uh, by my by my beloved uh, Garbage Bowl. Or, yes. Uh, yes. Garbage. Because that's idea. what players want to compete. Yeah. 
the yeah, two I'm, I'm going to like, go out there and play this very physical sport so my not, team can get a better draft pick. That's what I'm going to do. We're not jumping the to the end of the story me. yet. The, the start right. of the season is here. We'll say hello to everybody in just a second. Real quick, wanted to let you know uh, the Pick'em Show is back. NFL Pick'em. All podcasts around the NFL, Move the Sticks and the DDFP, available for your viewing pleasure on Saturday. Coming up uh, this weekend to start things off, we're telling you all the uh, Sunday and Monday winners for NFL Week 1, Saturday the 9th, 9 a.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Eastern, and then on Sunday, 6 a.m. Eastern. So when you wake up nice and early, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm up at 3 a.m. out here on the uh, West Coast. You won't be. I I could be. (laughs) No, no, no. I will. You'll you'll get up five minutes before it's. If I don't go to bed. Oh, I see. You know what I'm saying? I may not be able to sleep at night. I I really am one of those. That excited. The Christmas song is uh, is apropos because uh, for a grown up uh, who's arrested in uh, adolescence as I am, football season. Uh, That's it. Hey, Dave, like nothing else. Yeah. on that Pick'em show, can I? My new favorite podcast is the Game Theory and Money podcast. Oh yeah, are they are they represented on there as well? Game Theory and Money with Matt Money Smith oh. and uh, the synthesizer Cindy. Friedman I didn't know who it was. Funny you bring it up. Yeah, <laughs> for your ear balls every Thursday in season. Brand spanking new. Yeah, uh, go ahead and uh, subscribe to that one. Yet another. Uh, you know how I like to sell it. How's that? Hey, if you like math. This is the pot for you. That's huh? What do you think? Wow. Hard you pass think? from Damashek. Yeah. Oh. I've given my feelings oh, really? on math yes. before. It's not wow. palatable to most and football yet, fans. And yet, I'm going to subscribe. I'm uh, going to listen to it. To listen to it. I can't wait. Let's say hello. Starting off with uh, one half of the uh, game theory and money, which I really think free and money would be a clean. Free money. Yeah, free and, money. Uh, and better name for it. Here she is, everybody. Mama Freeland's favorite child, Cindy Freeland. <laughs> All right, that's enough. We don't have time for Hoka. We we, we can't play full songs. We got to keep going here. Cindy, welcome to football season. Next up, the other half of the free and money show available on Thursdays and on iTunes. And, of course, the radio voice of your Los Angeles Chargers this year. Can't wait to follow the exploits of Matt Money Smith as uh, as the Chargers get it going here and listening to him on the radio. Here he is, everybody. Oh, also, still, his, uh, his day job the uh, one half of the host of the best radio show in all and the land. And wait, wait, wait. He also plugs. hosts Fantasy Live. Yeah, Fantasy I, I said Live. enough. Can we? Yeah, exactly. It's Matt Money. <laughs> all right, that's enough. Skinny legs, a golden voice, a play-by-play analyst. That's enough. There we go. Matt yeah, Money. Here, all right, that's it. And I lastly, can, I can perform it live. Not you. leastly, the man whose emotional is uh, whose emotions are tethered to one Jay Cutler this season. <laughs> he is our resident Miami <laughs> Dolphins fan, all the way from London, England. Here he is, everybody. It's handsome Hank. And that's enough. No, I want to hear. Well, I want to hear that whole one. I like. Oh no, no, that's, that's enough. No, all right, no, that's enough. That's fair. We'll cut it off right uh, there. We I have just a lot realized I'm in Hank's seat. Yep, but that's I true. but I can describe myself literally now, which has always been an ambition as Dave's right hand man. But I'm a creature of habit. Right. Switch Don't it up. Switch. I can't have it. I how how am I supposed to think straight if what I'm all diva. backwards? What if I what talk like Hank the whole podcast? Dave's like. What Dave. if I talk like money? <laughs> what if I talk like Hank? <laughs> I'll be money today. Well, I could be Hank. 
<laughs> confetti. It's Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> All right, just stay seated. All right, just All stay right. where you All are. Right. Let's jump into it. We have a lot of business to get to because guess what? Dave uh, got a little off track here and there on the you? podcast the last uh, month or so yeah. as we tried to cover every division. What we what we aspired to do several weeks ago was per episode cover one division. We had eight shows to do it in, and all of a sudden we're backlogged here on the I, day I of the season kick. Three divisions that we have to three. Be covered here. We got through five. That's not that Pretty bad. Good. Season Pretty begins good. this evening. Yeah, we got, <laughs> we got three five. Left. We did five out of the eight. Okay. Let's quickly do them and then give a yeah, more we did overarching. Them last time. Oh, punctuated by. I don't. Where's my parade? I don't know. But five years in a row, I have correctly predicted what the Steelers' final record is going to be by show's end. I will predict it again. Five years in a row. Five years. Exact number. Exact number. Okay. MVP. Tell them about it. I don't. I'm not denying it. Tell them I'm about not, just, it. I'm just saying that's something that's you remarkable. You told everyone about it in every show. For and the yet, last Matt Money Smith, seated to my immediate left, is surprised by that. Just seems. It seems predicting like predicting the Steelers' yeah, record. A nominee for most overused check bit. Life's not a bit, and that's uh, your reality. Cindy Freeland, check the numbers on that. When you say what the record's going to be, and that's what the record is, that's accurate. That's no bit. That's fact. I was a little distracted by a picture of a puppy. But, yes, you're right. That is fact. I'm going to tell you what the Steelers' final record is going to be amongst what is other it? big predictions. I'm not ready to go there okay. yet. Okay. Let's start it off with the five. NFC North. Let's not belabor it. Let's uh, start from the bottom, though. And, Cindy, we'll start bottom. with you. Who's the, your fourth-place team in the North? Bears. 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 Not Money Smith. Bears. Yeah, although I've been talking about that throughout the offseason that I, I think that, uh, you know, they get uh, the interior of their offensive line back. I like Year three. They're the fourth Bob. place team. We're not going to yeah, get through this. We all agree. They're in fourth place. And you made a great prediction. We all agree. How about this? How about this, Sheck? I'll give you a little nugget. Word on the street is that Tyreek Cohen is special. So why don't you pick him up on a waiver wire for your fantasy team? When does Mitch Trubisky take over? That's a great question. Week six. I was just going to say week. Let's I move on. Say okay, let's do week. Next. Next one. Okay, Detroit Lions are our third place team. Is they everybody sure are. Detroit Lions in lockstep on that one? Yes. Yes. Matt Smith. Leones. Yep. Really? Two no Lions poos. Go next I, up. Listen, just very quickly. <laughs> what Cindy nugget? Freeland. What nugget would you like to? Share? I have no nugget, but Cindy Freeland is our resident Lions fan. Take a second here. Why? I, I know you're always glum about it, but but. What are their? What's their legitimate? You you really don't buy that they could be a decent team? I could see them surprising. No, lie downs go. There you go. Money, you're still with you. You don't think they're going to be a halfway no. decent team this year? We no. all just said they'd be third. Let's keep it moving, Dave. All Come right, on. I'm just surprised that no one wants to vouch for the Detroit Lions. No. It's not like no, there's some abject don't. bummery. That's why, right. they, that's why they gave Matt Stafford right. all that money. It's the one thing that the fans can get excited about. Well, at least we got a quarterback that can really throw it around. That's it. That's all they got. They got more than that, but all right. Next up, second place team, NFC North. Minnesota Vikings. Because? Because because they're going to be better than the two teams below them, but worse (laughs) than the team that's above them. Also, because I like Dalvin (laughs) Cook. I think Dalvin Cook's going to be a really fun rookie to watch. I got something on this one. All right, let's go. I have the Vikings going to the playoffs as as the second place team in the NFC North as the wild card. I love the addition of Dalvin Cook. You already have a very – Despite Sam Bradford not having a lot in the run game and a very questionable O-line last year, he was incredibly accurate. I think that gets nothing but better when you have the threat of Dalvin Cook in the backfield. I think the Vikings' defense is nasty. I think we see the Vikings 
go to the wild card NFC. Ooh, ten I and like six, something like that. Ten and six, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, that, I, I buy that. And by the way, update for those of you who are interested in such things. I had my big auction league draft the other. Uh, the no other one cares night. about other people. Doesn't, this doesn't league. help. I don't. This isn't helping. I am That's... not telling you about my team or right. anything like that, or, or, <laughs> or not over explaining who's on my team. But people are intrigued by that. I get a lot of tweets about it. So let me say now, I did survive. The, this is the league where uh, where cousin Sal from uh, from the Kimmel show he cre- he concocted like eight years ago. The previous year's champ on the night of the draft when everybody is assembled, then and only then he must announce who he's kicking out for the for the season and who you got to get boot? up who and walk out and shame. Well, it, it came down to a uh, connect four head to head. Two guys. It was uh, it was uh, Tony and Kyle versus uh, Sporty Simmons, and uh, and they had to play connect four. Kyle failed miserably. Simmons survived, and I, it was interesting to me. My little strategy: I wanted to get David Johnson and Levy and Bell. Levy and Bell went to Sal instead, so I thought Dalvin Cook will be a nice uh, will be a nice pickup instead. Too expensive. I'm bidding and bidding, and all of a sudden, Bill Simmons, of all people, is like, I'm at 32, 34, 36. And I'm like, why is Bill Simmons so interested in Dalvin Cook? What does he care about Dalvin Cook? I found out the next day that uh, someone at the ringer, Robert Mays, wrote a lengthy piece about how Dalvin Cook's going to be. I just like this Dalvin Cook. I like Dalvin Cook, too. <laughs> you know what I don't like? Never seen him play. Just right. because everybody is uh, is farting purple confetti right now. Here's what I don't like, okay? <laughs> confetti! <laughs> I say toot. Uh, right, here's, here's your offensive line. Riley Reef, Nick Easton, Pat Elfline, the rookie, That's Joe right. Berger, and Mike Remmers. That's not good. No. That's that's really bad uh, for you. Sam Bradford, who's not the most mobile of quarterbacks back there. So that's why I would just say I don't know about ten you know and six who, in a wild card. You know that old line, you know who a nasty block. You know who's it throws a na- like? Not all tight ends are created equal with blocking. Kyle Rudolph. Yeah, he's yeah. old school, kind of the way he's he, built, the way he's put the game. He eats donuts Domer. when they win. I like that. Golden Domer. I just push man, that is that's asking a lot from that group of five uh, to to. Oof. Our pal Matt Harmon, one half of the fantasy hipsters, predicts a huge breakout for Stefan Diggs, by the way. So he predict- also predicted that last year. Well. And it started out well and failed miserably. Yeah. And of course, He'll be right one day. Your NFC Just North. Keep banging champs. That drum. Keep going. The champs of the North, as it seems uh, they are every year, we're going to go with Cindy Freeland. Di- uh, Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Green Bay Packers. Yeah, are they the, the best team in the entire NFC? Mike? It's 1-1A. One one I think it's 1-1A one one in the NFC. Yeah. I think we know the two teams are going to be in the NFC championship. Yep. And, do, well, I, I I do – well, I, I think the Falcons. I think this narrative and there's uh, – That's fair. There are numbers to support that, that if you're the runner-up in the Super Bowl, save the Broncos the a few off. years ago, that that does mess you up emotionally or otherwise, or maybe there's some physical toll that comes from uh, from going all the way to the Super Bowl and playing those extra games and not uh, not getting the Lombardi as a uh, as a payoff for it. I think the Falcons are going to be really good. Me too. I think that defense is going to be mighty this year for Dan Quinn. I don't think the offense has to be as good as that's, it was. You did there. That's what mighty I was. and Quinn in the yeah. same. That was clever. Thank you again. Yeah, well, See? Yeah, I'm so go. clever, I can just stumble <laughs> just in the Stumble into funds. All right, I that think being we're on the next said, one. We still Packers. got the AFC South. Oh, Packers, yeah. Yeah, AFC South. Anybody want to weigh in? Anybody got any reasons? I mean, there's uh, tons of reasons, but I think most to knock the Packers. No, 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 I don't no, like no, that. No, no. I still don't like that defense a lot. I hear you. Secondary I, questions, yeah, but secondary. apart from that, you've got. I'm not crazy about Nick Perry, Seahawks, or, which is why the Seahawks um, beat them in the NFC Championship. I'm not Seahawks crazy. Seahawks aren't going to beat them this week, though. 
I'm not, not crazy week. about the number 88 not this week. On, on a running back. It messes nah. with my brain. Next up, the AFC South, uh, the most Wait, anonymous division. With that. Huh? I'm sorry. I need to back up. He's sticking with that. He's staying with 88. That's Seems like you shouldn't stupid. be allowed That's to do stupid. I'm all for the players wearing what I don't think you are allowed That's to. That's stupid. I like the way you said I don't think you are, too, as a running back allowed to wear that, right? They, they, I'm guessing they it's have to list well him as a running back wide receiver. We have to use him as a running back. But now that he is a running back, he shouldn't be allowed to wear it. AFC South, fourth right, place Dave, team, Handsome Hank. Who you got? Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be the fourth <laughs> place team in that division. Cindy Freeland? Jaguars, for sure. Thank you. For sure? Number oh, I got four. a different one for you. Number four. I'm going Colts. I'm going Colts, too. I think, I think we do not know. Uh, it, it is it is too shady with this shoulder thing. I, I will not be surprised if Andrew Luck does not play uh, a whole lot this season. It, it just I'm a sucker, but I'm with you, Money. This this thing that it seems to me like everybody's kind of naive just taking the Colts with, the, with their vague wording. Like, oh, well, then that means he'll be back in week two, right? Like, I, you don't know when he's going to be back. I think the bigger impact that the Colts could have is if or when Andrew Luck comes back it could actually mess up their division games against the titans and the and the texans that's like really yeah kind of true <laughs> the only thing that could happen it could mess around with one and two but i think i, I don't think people realized attacks. how uh how bare the cupboard was talent wise for chris ballard like what he he inherited oh, yeah. a mess grigson and messed it, them up good yeah. personified by them taking philip dorsett who they just gave away basically instead of taking uh, Landon Collins, who was sitting right there. I know you could do that with every de- yeah. draft for every team, but that one looms as though – imagine if they would have made that move a couple of years ago instead of taking Philip Dorsett. I don't know. I like. I have I have more faith in Ballard than that. I think Ballard gets them to the point and, where – And that can be great. It's just going to take them a while. Oh, I mean, there was correct. nobody right. there. So. Yeah. But when you have – I mean, like, you can't really go off like trying to replace Andrew Luck, but you, you can build around him. And I think even the Jacoby Brissett thing that we saw – Brissett's like a big bodied, like wild card. So they could create some chaos putting Jacoby. I mean, like, you take Andrew Luck off the field if he's healthy and you're insane. I just think that's. Oh, I, no, no. Like, I, don't, I, I don't. I think mean, that's I don't just. Mean, uh, no, no. My point is tol- between Tolzien oh, and Kobe Brissett. Not between. No, no, no. All no, no, season no. long. All, yeah, what I'm talking is, about is. If it's luck not, is out. I'm saying if Luck is out, you could create some chaos with, jo- with Jacoby Brissett. The question is, though, if you get back, if Luck is healthy by week six and you're 0 6, do you throw him into the fire or do you just say, I, to me, you know, the sure bigger, the bigger, the bigger angle on that is, is that the Colts should serve as a cautionary tale for the Jets. Well, now what's done is done. But for any of these teams that sort of like, let's just kind of tank it. Like, yeah, uh, you know, suck uh, for luck. <laughs> suck for luck has now turned into scam for Sam Darnold or maybe now it's uh, Josh Rosen, Rosen, whoever you fancy there. It doesn't mean that that's the panacea and everything's all better for the next 15 years because you got the QB. Frozen for Rosen. Throwing Throwing the season for Rosen. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Throwing the season for Rosen. (laughs) Stop it, please. Okay, third place uh, after that embarrassment. uh, Cindy, who's who's that? Colts. Jags. Colts. Yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah, okay. So One we agree other. about that. Money, second place team, Texans. Oh, their their string of uh, of divisional dominance ends there in Houston. Hey, yeah, so. I got the Texans. They're a ten and six team that makes the playoffs as a wild card team, the second wild wild card team in the AFC, but doesn't win the division. Dave. I keep saying it. Uh, of all the storylines that everybody obsesses over, nobody talks about the fact that the Texans have owned the the AFC South now, in spite of never really having a yeah, good but- quarterback. If Deshaun Watson proves come October ish that he is the guy, or maybe even Tom Savage optimistically uh, pays off. Remember the draft 
a few years ago, like, oh, Tom Savage, where'd he come from? He's going to be an NFL quarterback. Well, now he is an NFL quarterback starting for a division champ. Owning the AFC South is a bit like owning a failing dive bar. It's not exactly, you know, it's it's, it's not nice. Exact, it's nice. Nice. It's nice. There, it's not a bad place to work. Like a good there's, free, there's free drinks when you want it, but it's not exactly, um, you know, it's it's not the the NFC. booty isn't exactly what you right. want to get for the owning booty. a bar, the right? Booty. It's for me. It's okay, just so. more the ascension of Marcus Mariota too. Right. I think it's just you have to compare that to the rest of the division. And Derek Henry. I always go back to it's mean spirited to say, but go back and look at Mike Malarkey's career coaching record. It's not this good. is a guy who this yeah. is the guy who you're pinning your hopes on. I mean, what's Bill O'Brien giving us? You know, three straight division titles. That's yeah. the amazing answer to chin. that. An amazing chin. It's it's uh it's an ashtray chin. That's and for some sure. and some great lines on hard knocks. Yes. That's a couple true. Years ago. He, okay. he said some words I do not. I'm taking the Texans for the record to win the division. So I'm with you because I looked at their schedules, and if you look and see the end of the schedule, so the last few games for the Titans go. I'm going in reverse order. So Jags last, Rams, Niners, Cardinals. Texans, Colts, Steelers. So it's pretty friendly. The, it, the end of it's the season not for that the bad. It's not that bad for the. But but listen to this one. This one's even. This more is the popular. Texans. This is the Texans. Colts, Steelers, Steelers after Steelers week sixteen or it's on Christmas. Christmas. So, well, second to last week or whatever. Jags, Niners, Titans, Ravens, Cardinals. But they're a little earlier. So I guess my point is, is I think given a slightly favorable end of season schedule, I think that that's how the the Texans edge out. The, the I mean, it's going to come down to head-to-heads. Titans. You know, they, can can either of can the Titans sweep the Texans? Right. Can the Texans sweep the Titans? It'll be close. I'm, I'm right. in. Yeah. Uh, you know, look, I, I won't be surprised if the Texans win. There'll be a game that separates them. But again. But again. Everybody likes to talk about. <laughs> uh, people have pined for this uh, since the day Jadavian Clowney was drafted. It would appear that you're going to have a pretty healthy Watt. Clowny, Merciless, and the rest. That defense may end up being number one in the NFL by the time uh, the season ends there. That's the difference uh, for me. And plus, Luke Hopkins. Luke Hopkins looked good once Savage got in there. I think he's going to get back to the form that everybody expects him to to play at. All right, so there's your division there. We're mixed on who's going to claim it. Um, Is anybody saying Texans for you guys who say they're not winning the division? Are they at least a wild card? I just said that. Oh, wild card for you? (laughs) No. No, okay. Lastly, let's round it out. NFC South. This is one of those divisions along with the NFC East. I think you could shake them up, shake them up, and you could make a compelling argument for any of the four teams finishing first or last. Money, let's start with you. Who's your fourth place team? Uh, oh God, this is tough. I'm going to go uh, – I'm going to go Panthers last place. Mm. You know what? Lately – I'm starting to come around on that uh, on that idea. I have loved the Panthers and specifically Cam for uh, for years now, but I'm not going to go there. I'm going to I'm going to go with the Saints. I'm also Answer. going to the southernmost point of that division as the southernmost team. In Cindy, yeah. same season. I'd be the same. Wait, New Orleans isn't the southernmost team. Not a further south than Tampa. You're right. Yeah. He's from England. It's the opposite. I don't know geography. I don't know. It's I actually it's possible. Be, hey, it's possible that, 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 that New Orleans could research. be further south than Tampa. I'm going to map the I continental hate. U.S., I which I once I stated without any irony. Listen, this is the first president was had, Abraham Lincoln. This is without a man that any knows. He's a good president. He knows I mean, more of New Orleans than any of us. Right. That's true. All right. Handsome did, though, for the record, in a Who Knows America Better, him or Jay Ajayi, he did want say handsome that uh, 
that uh, Tampa's Abe further Lincoln south. Emma our, just said it. Emma, Emma, just because Emma said it doesn't make it true. I believe Emma. I do as well. I'd be more. If a voice in my ear says yeah, it, I believe it to be way true. Way further south. Way further. I tried to back you there, Henry. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I Cindy, did, did you weigh in? You believed it. Well. You say New Orleans money. How say you? I said I'll, I'll go. Uh, oh, you say. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm getting confused. I got uh, Panthers sorry, last, New Orleans third. I'm drunk. What do you want from me? Next up, third place team, handsome hat. Carolina Panthers. Ditto. New Orleans. New Orleans. Okay. I like that Drew Brees. I like him for, you know, a nice 7-9 and nine season when things are bad and yep. an 11-5 and five when they're really good. I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Everybody falls into this thing annually when they watch as, Hard as Knocks. Wait, it was all before Hard Knocks, though. Everybody as was the, excited about Tampa. That's the third place as team. That's the third place team. They're, they're all really good team. I think the Saints are not a, a, some a game, junk a, a game team. A game and a half not, separates but their every is it's a tough division. Still, I know that the Panthers have some questions on defense, but I, I you know, I'm riding with Tampa. Their Pam. defense I'm, is better than people give them credit. So wait, you took you the Saints last in Tampa? Okay, I love. Oh, I like this. A lot of variation in this room. Well, that's. that's I think they're uh, all separated by a game, game and a half. I don't think it'd be wait, very just, surprising. I'm very. Maybe it's my ongoing yeah, resentment for the you uniforms. Don't like the pa- you yeah, I thought you took the Panthers, like the Panthers with me for last. I said I'm, I'm starting to feel the sentiment. But they're still the, second in the division. I think that they do end up. Cam ends up uh, getting up over Jamison. I like that, Christian. You sort, you, you sort your thoughts out first, and then, and then. I didn't. I, those aren't conflicting things to say. Sounds like, like yeah, it I've been high on the. <laughs> I'm talking about that. I had the Panthers returning to division champs, so to knock them down to second is following through on what I just said. You know what this sounds like to me? This sounds like someone that buys a lot of infomercials on TV. <laughs> really? I can seal a boat and drive it on a swamp with that oh, stuff. What that. are you talking I about? I, I go, I go Panthers fourth, and you're like, you know, you know what? I'm coming that. around and on then, that And as these two well. rip me apart, and you go, you that's why I've got the Panthers second. Right. All of you are the ones getting Wait, duped by what you fans? saw on the TV. Oh, Hard Knocks. Oh, Jameis is funny. It Gerald was before Hard Knocks we got excited about Tampa. Oh, they must be the division champs. Jameis in the third year as an elite quarterback. I don't think any of us. I think OJ Howard the neutralizes chance. the middle of the field, the stability in the middle of the field, the yeah, left Deshaun Watson on the okay. third level. Dominant player at every offense. level of the like, defense. Yeah, that's funny because I remember a podcast not so long ago where one oh. Matt Money Smith sat to my immediate off. left and talked about his concerns about Dirk Cutter. I do. I'm not a Dirk Cutter All fan. Right, You're well, absolutely you right. I like his shorts. Absolutely right. I am not a Dirk Cutter fan. Dirk. What, what have the uh, What have the uh, Packers been doing? What's What's the knock on the Packers? What is the one concern about that team? I don't know. Secondary. What? Is Mike McCarthy really that good of a coach? Yeah. Is he really that good of a coach? That's Yet because they have I a like really good. Throughout a different <laughs> secondary. Yeah. I mean, that would be mine as well. Yeah, but secondary. I mean, that's that's always been the but knock. Also, you know, Aaron Rodgers yeah. really Rogers coaches that team. Half. And he's, you know, you know you'll kind of overcome that. And look, you can overcome Dirk Cutter. Just take all the helmets off the out of your office. Don't let people know you've, you've freaking been a coach <laughs> for 25 teams and you've been fired by them all. I think that just shows that he figures out how to get jobs. That's pretty impressive. We should all be learning how to do that, right? You know, the best coaches have a lot fewer helmets than that. There's definitely too many. The really good coaches have considerably fewer helmets Cindy Freeland has uh, has gone monk on us. She has uh, her hands tucked into her respective sleeves. It's freezing. It's freezing. You know, the season's back. We're yelling at one another, right? I've said before. I'll say it again. It's You know, listen. I I am pleased that uh, our society moves ever closer to true equality in the workplace with uh, men and women. One one thing that uh, is it, there is a distinct difference 
Women in the workplace, when when they feel chilly, are allowed to drape a blanket on themselves at their desk. If by well, drape you mean women, women, a blanket women around in the workplace myself. here yes. have blankets up to their necks. I'm like, imagine if for I were Christmas, doing that. For Christmas, the people on game day morning got me like a snuggie. I could not oh, that is, here that is, in a blanket. Uh, that is why a not? clean observation, Damashek, because you do not see men with blankets around them. Oh, why, why chilly in, in here? Why couldn't you do it? You could. I yeah, just don't see it. Because he can't. And I'd be made fun of if I were if I were. No, to do you that. wouldn't. When I tried out one pre-tape time. the when I pre-tape my stuff, it's so cold in the pre-tape room. I put a blanket around my legs, and I'm just standing there like I look like the Statue oh, of Liberty. One asterisk we can put next to that. I I have seen on more than one occasion when they're outside on the set. I have seen Deion Sanders uh, drape a a blanket across his leg. It doesn't get more manly. That's a cape. That's <laughs> <laughs> a cape. Division champ, NFC South 2017, Cindy Freeland. Who's it going to be? Hotlanta. Falcons. Yes. Wow, I'm surprised by that. I thought I was uh, revolutionary going by suddenly realizing. Because it came to me late. I, I was all set to go Panthers, and I thought about the Bucks for a minute. And then I realized, you know what, Dan Quinn, that that pass rush, man. That And then think and? about the secondary they have back there. Young, athletic, the well, speed. Now healthy. And and now, now healthy. You know, that's what people like, forget is their yeah, number one corner was out last players. year. So Beasley and Tack Egad. That's going to be nasty, right? I like that, Tack Beasley McKinley. And Tack. Who, by the way, like shut that. down his social media Who activity. Tack McKinley said, hey, man, the season's here. I got no time to be chat snapping. Like LeBron James in the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. I really want you on record year. before we go one second further here. Matt Money Smith, your final four. Final four. Ooh, on the spot. Well, Seattle, Green Bay. And I'm going to abstain from projecting the AFC. What? Don't <laughs> pull that I have down. to. You're not allowed to pick a game. Red challenge flag What's going to happen if you pick? What's the downside to picking a game? I don't want to pick a four. team. Oh, you don't believe in us? Well, you get four. Oh, that's nice. We just hired a play-by-play guy that doesn't believe in the team. Uh, that's great. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, guys. I guess I can I, – I, that's more acceptable. That's I what I'm saying. Than like, when the national broadcasts are like, I can't weigh in. I'm yeah, calling that, that one. That on I don't NBC, care like, about. Why can't you say who you think's going to In the past, I've always waited on the games I'm calling. No, but when you're with the team, I just I don't want anybody to be like, that's, thanks, you thanks know what a lot. I hear? Oh, so what you basically right. so said Matt, is that the Chargers aren't Money told to me No, because then I picked the Chargers, the Chargers and I'm a homer. And, of course, I picked the Chargers. <laughs> by two touchdowns. There you go. AFC Championship, Chargers versus Chargers. Chargers versus Chargers. I'm just going to give it to them. Chargers. So final four of the two. Ones champions? versus twos. Yeah, final okay. four. Pat Steelers. Right. Okay. Everybody's. I'm gonna I'm gonna like go a little crazy, gonna go a little like we a little outside the box here, and I'm gonna go with Seahawks Vikings. Okay, fun, interesting, handsome. I'm gonna go uh, Pat Steelers. I just want to remember because I made some predictions yesterday. Oh yeah, I, I yeah, Seahawks I Packers, Seahawks Giants, Seahawks Giants, Seahawks over. N O. I have the Giants number four in there. I, I'm well aware of that. <laughs> I didn't invite comment. <laughs> I'm going with the uh, Philly Eagles to win that division. But uh, to the here and now, I will say Steelers, Patriots, finally. The Steelers do what all of football America, or at least uh, the vast majority of it outside the New England we region. saw this coming. Don't you dare. Let's see that. What's their record? What's their record? Don't you What's dare. Record? I want the record. Don't What's their record? We need the record. <laughs> we want a record. I just want to go on the record. Only one team go can on knock the off the Patriots, and that He's one a, team is He's an is, oracle. Go ahead. What's the record? Is the Ravens. Everyone leaning in. Is they're the only ones We're that have. We're leaning in. We're leaning in. I feel like you're patronizing. Not even a little no, bit. I want to know. I want to know. A lot of bit. 
I'm going to factor it into Let's my do, model. You've been so accurate. I might as first well. First of all, let me say this. Oh, I've given it a lot of thought. The NFC uh, title game. Hold on. Everybody write down will what be you, the Seattle on. Seahawks over the think, Atlanta uh, Falcons. <gasps> oh, two playoff teams from last year. Shocking. Write down what you think Dave's Steelers record is going to be. I want to see if we can uh, we can guess it here. In the super, in, in the uh, getting to the Super Bowl, it will be the Seattle Seahawks. And they will meet a team <laughs> oh, for God's that sake. has claimed six Lombardi trophies, suddenly now challenged by Tom Brady and company with five. The Steelers have sat by in the 21st century and watched Belichick make his charge. Now they're just one behind the mighty Pittsburgh Steelers, who rightly continue to hold the mighty. top of the mountain in pro football. But could they get knocked off? Could they be bumped aside at least and forced to make room with the New England Patriots, the 21st century dynasty? It's time to take a stand and reassert themselves. I don't want a Super Bowl appearance unless the Steelers vanquish the Patriots. It's the only way it can be. It must be that way. The Pittsburgh Steelers with home field advantage. Hold on. Give us your record. 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 13 and 3 Shush. is the final. Oh, we, even, we didn't think we even didn't you could close. go that. Re- come 13 on. And three. 13 and 3. Coach Tomlin's bugaboo. Hank and I had for a decade. Four. Coach Tomlin's teams have struggled going on the road, playing against bum teams. So is his quarterback. This year. He changes all of that. I think they no, declare that this is a different Steelers team. The Concord. Hey, guys, I've got an idea. I've got of. an idea. Let's not lose on the road this season. <laughs> it's a bum team. Go, coach. That's probably actually how it's yeah. being explained to them. Joe so, Dan Campbell. You're telling me about coaches? I just want to know. Don't tell me what happens these, with coaches. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If tell me the three losses then. I don't worry about that. What the three? Yeah, yeah, you know they got the one there, and then the the, the spot there. Don't look too and then close. This is uh, they'll look past this. <laughs> they always split with the Ravens, so they'll they 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 Ravens. will forever split with the Ravens. Okay. Patriots in the regular season. This is coming up pretty close to January. Maybe both teams are are a little cagey and they don't right. show everything yeah, that they've they got. They would have won. I, I agree with everything. the caginess. Okay, so that's two. You right. only get one more loss, and you got there are some prime loss candidates. Like here. what? At Chiefs. At Chiefs. At Texans. Versus Packers. Yowzas. Which one are you going to do? Listen, Chiefs. I don't have to tell you everything. <laughs> I don't have to tell you everything. The we Bengals. How he got to Cindy, don't you like to have Vikings. some mystery? Don't you want some uh, mystery? I just want to see which ones that they're there. Like, well, that you just shouted those all. So am I supposed to declare those all losses because they're tough games? No, I'm no. So, you're which supposed to pick which one is. They lose? The, it, you're supposed to tell me which one it is. They're only going to lose three games. I can't wait till this show next year when we, money and I, will be right with their twelve and four. I round. think eleven. And and we're going to make a I'm lot about how we correctly predict. Yes. Super Bowl in a row. 52, <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks will defeat the Pittsburgh Steelers. What? But that's not what we're What Ooh, I'm about shit. right now is shit. vanquishing the Patriots. Uh, As a Steelers fan, that's what that's where it's at. Here's what that's I'm about all right you now. care about? That's, that's, uh, that's all I that's care like about. That's like people who think that the World the, Series that the the Boston Red Sox won, they actually beat the Yankees. People think that. That's right. This and that is, was uh, and they were right about that. Check hey, this is something those that people far, right Come on, people. That far too few hosts do. All right. When they have someone sitting with them and they say something controversial, they are too cowardly to say, you know what? I think you're emotional and I want to make sure I give you an opportunity to really think about what you just said and perhaps 
clarify your statement, and, and I'm going to give you a moment to walk it back if you'd like, because I can I can sense that maybe there's just emotion taking over here. So let's just step back and look at this, Dave. You have had the the Steelers <laughs> record correct for the last five seasons. Mm-hmm. This is more than a bit. This is life. No, right, right. I want you to think really team. hard right now because it's not official. It's the antithesis of a bit. It's straight that, up exactly, math. I've exactly given you the math right, and been exactly right. Exactly right. So as the podcast has not concluded, you can I'm going to allow you to walk that back. Yeah. Now that we've kind of walked through the yep. schedule, schedule and laid it out, right. do you really want to stay 13-3 and three or do you want to maybe – look at the schedule Do you really want to give them a fourth loss or maybe even a fifth loss knowing what you now know because you really – you know, you gave a fiery <laughs> speech. You were excited in the moment. Maybe 13-3 and three just came out and it's not what you wanted. When you got in the car this morning, was 13-3 the yeah, answer? That's all I'm, I'm taking 13-3, and three, okay. final answer. Go get them, <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Okay. I don't All care. Right. I don't care what hey, you Hey, I know. Think. I just I just I wear it. I I'm know not how hide from it. No, I know how important this streak is to you. All right? And I just want to make sure as a friend, not I've just said, someone that sits in this podcast room with you, but as a friend of I yours. have said 8 and 8, then I said 8 and 8 again. I mean, that was that was pretty savvy stuff. Right. right. And guess what you'd be I doing? Said 13 Blushing it all yeah. down the toilet with 13 You'll and 3. You'll never be able, to tell, never be able to tell that story again. It'll be over. It'll be gone. No one's going to want to hear about this I don't one know if you, time you had it fight. Did you guys ever hear about other teams that uh, go 13 and 3 and, or, or gasp even better than that? Why would the steal? Why is that team with yeah. a, as as overwhelming a collection of offensive talent as the NFL and that's not hyperbole. Has literally this ever isn't seen. Hyperbole. Literally, 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 ever literally. Seen. Not hyperbole. Literally, no hyperbole. What, what NFL team has ever thrown more uh, offensive talent on the field than the 2017 Steelers? Will the Chargers in Air Coriel? The uh, the early 90s Cowboys. Okay, yeah. I mean they're they're up there. There's, but no, there's two examples. We need to start throwing. Yeah. Let's throw some I just missed throwing so You got Roger so Craig, much. you got Joe Montana, yeah. you got Jerry Rice. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just just saying. Joe Montana and Jerry Rice, okay. Roger yeah. Craig. Roger Craig, the mo- one of the of most fame. underrated running. And you've even helped make that case. There's one of no, the most right. underrated running backs. One of the first true three-down backs that could do it all. Not more underrated than Franco Harris. Talk about a guy who's an all-time great who people act like uh, – Why does it always have to go back to the Steelers? Because why can't we just talk about the 80s 49ers in this moment with now, e- without evoking the 70s Steelers? Why can't it just sit on its own? I don't know. that. You know what's going to sit on its own? What? 13-3, and three, <laughs> yeah. 2017 Pittsburgh Steelers. Dave, That's gonna... his record's wrong. That, I mean, you I mean, make your fun. Home. I don't know why you want to come at me right now when I'm on a five-year hot streak, friend. I'd be worried about what's happened with hey, the Aqua, hey, you wanna... with your team in the Aqua and Orange. All right, let's get to it, everybody. Too much Aqua. <laughs> what do you make a face like that, Cindy? Why do you make a face? Listen, we're trying to help you out, it, all right? Because you're going, like, straight you're attack angry. mode, right? Yep. You and you be, went attack you mode be... on a team that's trying to, like, save themselves from a hurricane. Oh! Seems like oh. a weird thing to do, but fine. You know what? You know, let's... It's in the moment, Dave. All right. With... Hey, uh, there, there is Hank. a There's a division. <laughs> I know you're emotional. <laughs> I just don't know if you want to apologize for that statement to make you walking back. For making that analogy, would you like to maybe restate? Wait, I, I mean, Dave just said you should worry about your team. I am worried about my team. <laughs> they they've got a natural disaster headed their way, and you, that's and not you a nice decided... thing to say about Jay Cutler. All right, <laughs> let's get to it, everybody. We've broken apart. Now we come back together. It is time, at long last, after a long off season, for the return of the Red Challenge Flag Picks. Woo-hoo! Red Challenge, Red Challenge Flag Picks. Picks. All right, guys, this year we're not doing the menus. What are we doing? 
We are doing Whose voice is that? Oh, it's Emma VP. How's it going? Emma VP, you may recall, dedicated DDFP listeners will recall that Emma VP last year created menus. Or why you know how uh, when you I go love to a menu, menus. yeah, when you go when you go into a menu and then it says uh, it says uh, chicken Describe, or salad, yeah. it describes Marsala. all the ingredients and all that. Excuse me, <laughs> you heard me go. <laughs> Marsala, is that better? Grazie. Marsala, is that right? Anyway, I, 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 Polo Marsala. We're done with the menus. Now, what are you going to do this now year to doing... give us descri- uh, game descriptions? Exactly. We're doing game descriptions as if, like, what's happening on today's episode of this game. So, what you see on the TV guide on mm, Netflix. Nice. You're going to do that all season. Yes. Okay. The little blurb that runs underneath right. about the episode. Exactly. On this Things episode, John Snow, John Snow right. uh, gets more than he bargained for. And he sleeps visit, with his aunt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like that. But it's just like be that. For football games. Let's start it off the first one of the year. Raiders at the Titans, MVP. All right. On this episode of Raiders versus Titans, Derek Carr and his teammates go on an adventure to Nashville, Tennessee, where they encounter exotic creatures and rediscover their long lost ground game. Mariota thanks Lawan for covering for him after getting into some serious trouble on the run. And Marshawn announces he's running for Oakland Homecoming King, where he tries to bribe voters with skittles and touchdowns. Emma VP, as a right. uh, as a uh, a television writer, is uh, has constructed her her A, B, and C stories there. Right. In a way, you could kind of so. Are, will we standardly get the A story at the very at the very top yep. there to establish this is the most important story? To yes, focus on exactly. For this game, all right. Here we go for newcomers. Andrew Raby, uh, at uh, who you can follow along at DDFP Red Flag on Twitter. He keeps track of these for us all season long. We appreciate that. We do. He also sent us a glorious sign with uh, with the one rule that D- that uh, Studio sixty six has, which is of course no jive. So no jive. Let's get to it. The Red Challenge Flag segment works like this. Somebody makes a statement of who they think is going to win. If anyone disagrees, they can throw a red challenge flag at that person. We're going to start it off here with Cindy Freeland. Raiders, Titans, choose. Titans. Anyone throwing the flag? Anyone going to throw the flag? Man, I took the Titans too, but now I'm tempted to switch my pick. Who's throwing the flag? Just to throw a flag. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just to throw the. I'm throwing oh, there we the go. flag. Oh! Here we go. Uh, my final score for that one. I'm. I, I, that's a new feature. I'm gonna. You're gonna do give scores. You. Gonna well, I give the spoiler alert that you can see on NFL.com and on social media in front of all the games. I'm gonna share those uh, those deets with you here as well. And as soon as I can find it here on the piece of paper I've written down. Oh, final score: Oakland Raiders 33, Tennessee Whoa. Titans 24. I have my doubts. Yowza, I have my doubts. Blowout. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's a nine-point victory. I mean, that yeah, Raiders, that late, Raiders late defense touchdown. is that, – that's a blowout. Yeah. Nine points is a blowout I on the road. I think that defense is better than West it was Coast team year. going east, playing the early game, 10 a.m. Pacific time. You got a secondary. Do you know their starting cornerbacks are David Emerson and Sean Smith? I mean, that's – Not good. Deep. Not good. That's what, what's, Probably not pro bowlers. You know, the undue faith that people seem to have in these Tennessee Titans – how about more ag- – Undue what, faith in the Tennessee why Titans. Is everybody, why is everybody so over the moon about this Titans defense? I know that they're, they're – They're not very good. There's the defense some nice, isn't very good. There's some it's, nice it's good. pieces it's around great. there. But, I mean, they're not I – mean, listen, uh, oh, Dick LeBeau is, uh, is the they defensive splits. coordinator, don't you know? I mean, a lover okay, scorn. what about Logan Ryan? <laughs> you like Logan Ryan? Yeah. Okay. You think he's pretty it's good? fine. 
Probably an upgrade from last year. Right? Okay. Okay. Got a young, a young pup, some young pups. Everybody there, remembers. Everybody remembers how good the Raiders were, though. You know what? I'll tell you what. You gotta be leg. careful, like so, overestimating. Like yeah. in your mind, like people will always sit there and like, look, I'm, I'm actually, I like the Raiders. I'm, a, I'm, I, I think as far as like teams go, I think they're fine. I can definitely I like see them going as low as third place in that division this yep. year. You want to hear a wacky? I absolutely can. Wacky nugget about the talking Raiders. about this game. I do yes, want to hear this game. Wacky, wacky nugget. nugget is so Khalil Mack. Everybody agreed was the defensive player of the year last year. Yes. He is a love, wrecking love ball, just a force of an individual defensive player. He, I think, was the only guy that was top ten in like all your major, you know, pass rushing categories: sacks, hits, hurries, mm-hmm. all those things. You know what their defense was. So you have the defensive player of the year. Last, last in sacks, last in hurries, last in quarterback hits. They were like third to last in pass in defense, and yet they have the defensive player of the year that impacted the quarterback more than any other player individually. That just speaks to how bad that defense was. Dave, you know, and kind of still know, is. You know what? This season we should get a wacky anti Raiders nugget from the voice of the Chargers. Right. On every, on oh, every show. oh, that's what he's doing. Yeah, that's, yeah, what like that. that's what he does. I like that. I like so, it. Here's my Raiders. The stack. battle for Los Angeles uh, has commenced. Like right. And by the way, oh, Raiders not, Chargers, it's nasty. Right. Raiders and Rams, be on the lookout. Look the voice of the, the Chargers of the is Chargers. coming oh, to yeah. strike you down on a lightning weekly bolt. basis. How about that? Oh, that's what we need. Every time Matt Money Smith <laughs> denigrates <strike>. an <laughs> NFC West team or the Rams, I want a lightning bolt strike. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Okay, so or a thunderbolt. I get confused with those two things. The Lightning reason is that the visual. I think they have yeah. a harder, the Raiders have a harder time this year. Last year, their turnover differential, which is probably the most indicative stat of how good or potential to make a playoff a team is. So the turnover differential last year tied for number one, plus 16. But it wasn't because of takeaways necessarily. It's because of no giveaways or few giveaways. And now they're playing teams who have had a year of seeing how, you know, what's going on with this O-line, which is a probably the second best O-line, maybe the best O-line, just depends on kind of how you're looking at it. I think they're going to be able to scheme a little bit differently. Now, Marshawn Lynch just changed that. Your gap discipline as an opposing defense is going to happen a little bit different when it comes to figuring out what happens with Marshawn Lynch. You can force missed tackles. But apart from that, I, I don't know if they have an unsustainably high turnover differential for given their, their secondary or not. You don't think the defense is markedly better this season? The Raiders defense? The Raiders defense. They didn't address oh. the secondary at all. I, I mean, they I'm, drafted Gary Conley, but they, he's got a shin issue. Drafted, I don't even know. They drafted Melifonwu. Yeah, Melifonwu is not. IR. Yeah, I mean, that like, it's a mess. I it's guess my, mess. my point is, is that will be, to me, that will be the bellwether or the bell cow, depending on how you want to term it from our fantasy draft. But Yeah, I just, I resent people who use the phrase, oh, he's the bell cow of that. Team. I don't like, get Unless it. you don't can know tell why me what a bell, bell on the cow. If you don't know why it's a bell cow, then you really shouldn't be allowed no, to no, use No, no, no. But I think, I think that if they're able to keep those giveaways down, that's the way that they're going to be able to overcome the fact that their defense still will give up a lot of yards and, and potentially a lot of points. Next up, uh, tell us about the Seahawks and Packers episode, MVP. <gasps> All right. On this episode, it's titled Full Nelson. After years of their constant back and forth, the Packers and Seahawks' power struggle comes to a head when Aaron Rodgers crosses the line after being antagonized by Michael Bennett. Jordy Nelson hosts a party in the end zone and fails to invite Richard Sermon. (laughs) Eddie Lacy returns to his old stomping grounds, upset to find out he may no longer be the big man on campus. Oh, I love it. I'm going to watch. Nice closing I'm going to watch. Very good. Very nice. I like it a lot. Before we get to the game pick, I want to say this. This is my my, my annual... 
uh, complaint with the NFL, and I've taken it to the highest level that I possibly can. I haven't t- told uh, Roger about it, but I have told. Uh, so not the highest level you possibly. Well, did. I mean, one of the guys the who sits in the room. Speak to one of the right, guys who sits with him. That one that of the guys who hangs out with him. I right. said, "Why do we have to have? Can we? I say it all every year. We've been out in the desert <laughs> without food." For an entire off season, you know, we aren't we we're not asking the for the filet mignon. Just give us some crackers, we'll be happy. You don't need to feed us the. You're saying too the, much good stuff. The juicy stuff in week one. We don't need these important divisional matchups. Tell in week college one. football that. Well, I listen. I I I don't care. Let's focus on the NFL and maybe even trumping these important divisional games, Giants and Cowboys for one of them, and, you know, maybe the Bengals and Ravens, it might come down to who wins this week one game. That might loom awfully important around the holidays in December. But I'll tell you what, the Seahawks and the Packers in this decade have played a number of really big games. The Fail Mary game happened in week two, if memory serves there. That impacted playoff seeding for both those teams. Uh, the following season, they start the year off. You'll remember that the Seahawks, uh, upon winning the Super Bowl, then hosted the Packers. They whipped them, and that impacted uh, uh, playoff seeding that that year. Last year, week 14, so okay, so later in Packers the season. destroyed them. Packers destroyed them, and that really let the world know, wow, this is, that was that the, uh, is this right. team is not good without Earl Thomas. That was the exclamation point on the relax uh, statement, you know, or whatever that was, you know, calm down. Right. We're all, we're all good. Everything's fine. And that was the whooping. So these games are awfully important stuff. And like I say, these are two perennial playoff participants this decade and they're playing each other in week one. It just doesn't feel right. You know, it doesn't feel like we needed to, to jump to this, to this critical moment. As Emma VP tells us her stories about and lays out season, episodes. This seems like we're getting to, to the juicy stuff a little too early in the season. Dave, it's funny you, know you say that. Disagree. You it's like you if the dragon blew, uh, it was, was blowing the, uh, the, uh, the blue laser stuff at the wall in episode one of the sea. Well, that, well, that's the climax, you see. You don't look like the type of guy, though, that saves the best food until last. I'm taking the Packers. All right, money. You're gonna, I mean, uh, handsome? Uh, 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 yes. <laughs> I'm taking yes, the Packers. I will. I think uh, I'm going to take like the, the Packers, too. Oh. I'm going to take those Packers, too. That's right. I'm taking it back, is he? <laughs> I, I don't I, – I you know, maybe it's find me platitudinous or not platitudinous but uh, hyperbolic, I should say, when I say that the 2017 Steelers offense throws – it's up there at minimum with the, the greatest firepower an NFL offense has ever put out onto a field to start a season – how about that Seahawks defensive front? In our lifetime, That's what I'm in our about. lives, how many defense, how many four man fronts have offered the talent that they have now with it's Sheldon Richardson? Right, it's A- crazy. Adding Sheldon Richardson is stupid. I mean, it just, it really is. And with that secondary, they're going to be so good, and that's why they're going to beat them in the NFC in the NFC Championship game. And Bobby it's Wagner and company in between. Play. They're they're so loaded. Yeah. It's crazy, it's, and yet I'm with you on the Packers. I can't tell. Twenty six, twenty four. The home team wins ooh. that one. Everybody, everybody any thoughts on the, the game? I have a bigger margin of victory for the for the Packers. Is that right? Mm-hmm. How about you, uh, there, handsome? I, I mean, I haven't thought about the score. I just, okay. I wasn't. That wasn't my assignment. All right, Cindy and I handle the yeah, uh, the advanced you do the heavy level. You do the advanced metrics. How about that? The Seattle Seahawks. So I think since the Sheldon Richardson trade, the world over has declared them the NFC representative in Super Bowl Fifty Two. We sweep the Packers, uh, knocking them off. In uh, it speaks in- to uh, what we think of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's I mean that's yeah. really what it comes down to. Next up, 
Emma and VP, tell us about a an, another important game in week one, an NFC East tilt that's always juicy. Exactly. This episode of Giants versus Cowboys titled Let's Hear It for the Boys. Dak must overcome a major hurdle in his ongoing coming-of-age story as he hopes to avenge the team's defeats from just a mere season ago. Eli finds himself in some sticky third-and-long situations, forcing him to rely on his trusty wideouts to keep him afloat. Paul Perkins makes great strides under added pressure. Mm. I like the hooray like- for Hollywood sound alike yeah. underneath. That really sells it. Um, all right, let's start it off here with Handsome. A lot of people excited about the Giants. A lot of other people excited about the Cowboys. <laughs> I say it's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles winning that division. Who's going to win in week one, Handsome? Choose. Dave, I picked the Giants to win the division, but I'm picking the Cowboys to win this game. Ooh, a Zeke and company. Anyone going to throw a red challenge? For Can me? I change? To what? Yeah. Do you what I get? I'm going to throw it. I'm going to go Giants. Cindy, you're going to eat it? I think Dallas. There we go. Oh, look at that. Two, two and two. two. I'm going with the Giants as well here. Yeah, I I feel like What's, everybody's just decided because Zeke's playing, well, that nope. equals victory at home. I had it before. I, I had them Did winning you? even before. Even without Zeke? Even without Zeke. Dak Prescott was not good against the Giants last year. He was really bad, yep. as a matter of fact. And that's because, oh, it's a hell of a pass rush with Vernon and JPP. And when you're a young quarterback and you're forced to make decisions a lot quicker than perhaps you'd like, as great as that offensive line has been, the Giants gave him fits. And I think a lot of it's Landon Collins as well. Um, I agree. I, I think the issue, will, though, is, is how's Odell? If, Understand. Paul Perkins is is new to this whole thing, and the, it's hard for the Cowboys defense to to just play Perkins, take him away if Odell's playing. But I think without Odell, they I they think could be a sneaky trouble. fantasy play would be Evan Ingram. I mm-hmm. uh, well, Cindy and I park our cars in the same garage. I think the rookie breaks out in Week One with a uh, a touchdown and eighty yards as the Giants win twenty four to twenty. I think he has a. That nice could have been game. part of the description of the episode, you know, like when, not, that's, that's next week's. You can't put that in right. the episode description. Kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be the yeah. spoiler. Oh, spoiler, right. exactly. Um, yeah, I'm with you there, Cindy, and and you know, I continue to be baffled. Jerry Jones has made some very good personnel moves and deserves a lot of credit. More credit than factoring it seems like Jalen Smith. Anyone? Yeah, Jalen. Uh, am I factoring him to this game into the season? I hope so. Sure, we'll see what he has. But uh, it's a well, young secondary, and then you got Jalen Smith, who could be just. Here's 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 to me the the thing that makes me scratch my head and has for about four years. <laughs> Terrence Williams, you're never going to try to upgrade on the other side of Des Bryant. Like, yeah, let's do it again with Terrence Williams and Cole Beasley and Jason Witten is another year older, as we all are. But it seems like it will impact his performance on the uh, gridiron more than me talking will be being a year older here. Yeah, it's it's just it's fair. It's it's Zeke, it's it's Des, and that's it. And when then you're just riding on the offensive line, which is a little degraded from what it was a year ago. Yeah, I'd they, like to ride on behind that line though. If I were gonna have like if I were gonna be run at by 300 pound men, I would like that line in front of me. Next up, I, I just had nothing to add. Cindy. Yes. I don't want to leave you hanging there, but I'm no, trying to, to move saying. on to no, the next did, one here. But... Monday night, September 11th. Let's get to it. Emma VP. All right. The Monday night episode of Saints versus Vikings. After his 10-year on-the-field-again-off-the-field-again relationship with the Vikings, Adrian Peterson returns to the Twin Cities with his flashy new teammates eager to show his ex-squad what they're missing. Breeze builds on his rekindled chemistry with sophomore Michael Thomas, and Bradford persuades his O-line to stand up for themselves in a series of hard-pressed confrontations. Very nice. Yeah, that narrative there. at the end there. Something like we that, already discussed. I also I like, that, like that the that the name of the show is Adrian. 
Oh yeah, well are you, yeah. Were we including? That was, that uh, was why really, you said it for me. That was really good. Excellent. Um, go ahead, Cindy Freeland. You're up. Saints, Vikings. Let's go. <laughs> I'm with Cindy. Actually, I'm sticking hey, with her hey, on that. Explain yourself, Matthew Smith, in this NFC title game reboot from uh, the year that the Saints got over on Peyton. I know the that uh, classic game with Brett Favre. I I acknowledge that that Vikings defense is impressive. Yep. Uh, the line's great. The secondary is great. But I still have major concerns with the offensive line and the offense. I do think Dalvin Cook's going to be great and everything that ever you know that all the fantasy folks believe he's going to be. But, I mean, you had Stephon Diggs who struggled last year. Adam Thielen was a nice story, but they were coming from behind in a lot of those games. They kind of weren't relevant anymore. So it's hard to project in a game that's week one, two teams that are looking to turn it around. I mean, you look at the Saints last year, they really weren't that bad. I mean, they lost. They just had high-scoring affairs that either they didn't have the ball last or something, you know, the ball just did not bounce their way at the end of those games. And Drew Brees still threw for 5,300 yards. And what's Michael the, Thomas is ridiculous. Yeah, what's the old uh, the old line about that, that uh, most NFL teams are all 8-8 eight and eight and uh, you have to give or take right. a couple of close wins or losses? The Saints of 2016 kind oh, were they of Were they 7-9, I think, right? They yeah, but they're, I mean, that Broncos game that they blew right. at the end of the thing, there they're, they're were a few of those that went against the Saints. They're better. They also they also stole a game or two as well. But still, I, I'm I'm with your uh, with your point there. Handsome. What do you make? You think the Saints are going to go up there and take that's care what of I business? Think. Yeah, I think. Well, week one is you know it's always a bit of a coin toss. But I also think just the passion that Adrian Peterson will bring to that game and the fact that I think his new teammates will want to do something for him. Uh, I, I just I think the Saints are going to go up there with a with a little bit of attitude and win it. All right, I'm. I going think with we're overlooking. Game. I think you're overlooking that Willie Sneed's not playing. You've got Michael Thomas is incredible, but but, but when what? has Drew Brees Xavier ever Rose. relied on like a yeah. particular receiver? Like it just doesn't like, matter. Who, who are you? You're not getting the. You can do, Xavier Rhodes and Michael Thomas. Like I, I just not. I, sure. I mean, just like go through the receivers that Drew Brees has had. You know, Michael Thomas is I the most talented no. receiver that he has oh, ever had. Right, but, it's, deep, but if I if I get to yeah. If I get Brandon double, Coleman, if you I know, I mean, like it doesn't matter him, for then him. Then I, then I'm much happier camper if I get to double team him with, and I put. David but you Rhodes can't on because him. Ted Ginn, for all his drops, he's still going to take the top off of defense. He's still the fastest guy on the field. Oh, I, I'm not saying he's not good. He's just not. It's just not a. I won't have you discount Tommy Lee Lewis. I was just going to say. <laughs> I won't if, have. If it. I'm hearing Matt Money Smith right. He's saying uh, this is a Kobe, a go, Kobe. Kobe Fleener breakout game. Well, that's that is that is my one concern about the Saints is that uh, since they have traded and and look, it worked out for them. They for gave sure. them stability on that offensive line with Unger, but since they have traded Jimmy Graham, Fleener is certainly not the answer. Uh, Joe Hill's not the answer, and that's that's the one thing they got to figure out. Uh, Josh Hill, I should say, is can, he needs that tight end man, and Fleener is just way too inconsistent. Let's bring it on home. I don't know if Money's going to be willing to pick this one. I suspect he will not. I will. Uh, the Monday night, uh, the back half of the doubleheader, that's always – see, that's a fun annual thing as we get the doubleheader on Monday to start the NFL mm. season off. Who's right. calling that game? Chris Berman back? No. No, Beth Moens. Right. It's going to be on play First by play. Woman ever one, as a matter of Yeah, on Monday Night Football. Nationally call up. Is that uh, – there surely has been a woman oh, yeah. call uh, local, I mean, locally, right? I think there's been a – 
there has been a female that's called a nationally televised football game, I believe. I believe that has happened before. It's definitely happened in college football. Yeah. I don't know. I, Maybe I, not the NFL. I think I Maybe saw this a headline not just that Monday. it's never this happened the in NFL. the NFL. Yeah. But either way, Ooh. Emma VP, tell us all about it, won't you? All right. In the finale of this week, week one, on Chargers versus Broncos, episode titled A Tale of Two Melvins. It's the best of times and the better of times for superhumans with the same name, Melvin Gordon and Melvin Ingram as they lead the offensive and defensive resistance against a divisional foe, once again proving that the Melvins are far more than a quirky coincidence. Simeon gets thrown into the fire after his big promotion, and Tlaib embarrasses Allen in front of the whole stadium. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> sounds both wacky and uh, and yep. also you know quite dramatic it's as a well. The Melvins. That's what exactly it is. Exactly right. Yeah, well done. Uh, yeah, the Melvins, one of my favorite stories. It, that as, as a pro football team attempts to overcome what seems impossible to me, having not one but two guys named Melvin on it. Prominent players, How no many less. guys? How can it's not a chess match. It's a, it's a football game. How can you expect to win with two guys? It doesn't seem right. The Steelers almost had to deal with two guys named TJ, which may be even nerdier than two Melvins on the same team. I don't know. I think Melvin's a little nerdier. Mm. TJ could be like yeah. Thomas James or whatever, like a nickname. I did give uh, the the Melvins. I was pleased to hear, as a matter of fact, uh, I gave them uh, a couple of uh, – Emma VP went out and bought at a local record store a couple of Melvin's records and gave them to them. And uh, I, nice. I, I understand that uh, Melvin Gordon has did it prominently it? displayed. In his locker. Awesome. Really? Yeah, I like that quite a bit. What, what kind of look did Melvin Ingram give you when you handed that to him? Uh, well, I, I don't know if it translates on the radio, but it was this one. Yeah, that's about it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. Yep. What is this now? Uh, yeah, uh, next question. Forget forget the band specific. Yes. I, I handed him a record. What is this? Right. How do what so do I do with this record? Thing? Uh, you, uh, is this food? What I don't know what you do with this is thing. This food? Wiki, wiki. <laughs> Scratch it. <laughs> Um, who's up here? It's a handsome Hank. We'll start with you. Handsome. Chargers, Broncos, choose Broncos. Anyone else? Anyone uh, else? I, I need a them. flag. I need you a know, flag. I threw one at him. Yeah, I'm, I'm throwing it at you. Yeah, right. I've made that. That's my uh, that's my division champ pick right there. I'm going with Philly in uh, company here. Cindy, tell us about it. Philly. She's Philly going- Rivers. Oh, 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 I was like, I the Melvin. Like, yeah, we know Eagles. you're taking the Eagles. I know. I've mean, heard about that. How many times are you going to tell us? <laughs> My stupid uh, phrasing. Yes, I, I apologize. Yes, I was I'm, like, we know you like the Eagles. The Melvins, I like it all except for the uniforms. They need to go back to a different uniform. But anyway. I got go Broncos. Ahead. Oh, you've got Broncos. We have, Charles. Explain yourself. Yes. Yeah. You know I mean, explain yeah, myself. Do. All right, here it comes. <laughs> here we go. Explain. As the radio voice. Yes. It seems as though the consensus surrounding the Chargers is depth. They have serious depth issues. But if their starters can stay healthy, this very well is the most talented team in the AFC West. 11 and 11. All 22 starters. But they have been bit by an injury bug. Well, they have all 22. You know, Granted, Denzel Perriman's gone, but that's not as impacted when you have Bosa and Ingram. And that's the key. You know, Garrett Bowles has looked good so far in the preseason. But when you got Menelik Watson on the other side, and you got to figure out how to slow down both of those guys – and it's Trevor Simeon back there throwing the ball. And then you factor in the defensive backfield, you know, the secondary of two pro bowlers, Verrett and, and Hayward. It's just that's a lot to overcome. Now, granted, offensively, they have not played well in Denver. I just don't know if it's the same Denver Broncos team without Wade, without T.J. Ward, without DeMarcus Ware. You know, they took a little bit of a hit there. So it's not easy. It's the late game on Monday. It would certainly be an upset. But I just think talent-wise on the field – 
the Chargers are the better team Week one, in this game. Yeah, I don't know how much you can even label that an upset, given what you just uh, reeled off there. I mean, that's the first game of people want you to believe, Broncos fans certainly, how dare you disrespect our mighty defense that won the Super Bowl? I don't know if you heard. It's not the same defense anymore. Yeah. Guys have moved on. Shane Ray's hurt. Derek Wolf's got a bum ankle. We don't know what that's going to be like, you know, because that's really the – for all the, the pass rush – the middle of that line is what made the big difference. You just could not run on that team. Not only couldn't you pass, you couldn't run on them. You know? And if that's sort of banged up a little bit, that now opens up lanes for Melvin Gordon. That opens up things for Phillip Rivers, and that's it – is, It is an ominous start without Perriman, who yeah. he has been out there, has been – you know, and that's, like the, that's the position school, they're the finished at, too. That's the other big issue. But I do – I mean, the, the Bosa and Ingram up front, and then on the back end you have those two corners, EGAD. First game of the season. Remember last year, close your eyes, rewind, and look into the Cam Newton Panthers coming into Denver. Everyone's like, oh, they're going to get crushed. It's not even a good opening game. Blah, 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 blah. What happened in that game? I don't it remember. Close. I, it was close. Last-minute field goal. Is that what it was? I forget. And then yeah, Cam, Cam got knocked around by their defense. Oh yeah, he got his, yeah he got got knocked hard there. Yep. Like the first. Oh, first that drive. was the story of yeah. of week one. Is oh no, they didn't protect him yeah. well enough, That's and everything. Exactly right. The NFL the didn't, didn't protect, protect him. him. Okay, well I don't want to talk about that story, but I just meant that I hear you, you have extra time in the beginning to scheme and figure things out, and you have Elway, who's I mean I've said this before, I'll say it again, Elway, who will be able to. Is he taking snaps? <laughs> create create an opportunity for a game plan and a script and help kind of figure out the pieces. When you have a little more time, I think you get a little bit more chance to have an upset, especially against a divisional foe. That to me makes tips the scales in favor of the Broncos. Not by a ton, but by, I say visitors 23 Broncos 16. And uh, just uh, because I'm a completionist, I want to say that I have the Vikings winning 25-21 to 21 there. Handsome, Ooh. your thoughts there. Did you have something to throw I was in? only going to say that, I mean, money's right, but it's not really the the, the first 22 that they wanted because the interior of their offensive line is not who they would have set out to have started with with the Chargers. They would have liked Forrest I think Lane. that will wind up being yeah. a, Instead a, of a big Wiggins. issue for them. You know, with that defense. It's funny, when you said week one, like right when you said that, I immediately thought you were going to – the Chargers whooping the Kansas City Chiefs in that first right. half with Keenan Allen yeah, because yeah, he's unguardable. I mean, if you right. try to guard him straight up, it just it doesn't happen. Well, and that's could guard him. I mean, even with Aqib Talib. Yeah. I mean, that's why that's going to be the to me like that's the best individual matchup of Week One. Period. If you want to enjoy football, watch those two guys. Mm-hmm. Arguably the best man corner in the league, and arguably the best man to man receiver. Well, like you say, Allen whipped. Marcus Peters. He gets hurt, held up at and then what happens? I think they were up like three touchdowns, right, and then it just right. goes downhill from there. So but I still think chaos in the beginning of the season, or you know, I think I think you have to factor in that you've had longer to game plan for your deficiencies. So if you have the better defense, so we take the Chiefs over the Patriots. <laughs> I think that it'll be a closer game than most people think. I Reese think. Jones Drew's with you. Go back and listen to no, 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 the no. episode. Yeah. From I'm not going. Uh, don't don't like me to that. I saw. It. No, 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 no. Belichick oh, is it's a better fun. coach. I like the heat that Maurice got. And Maurice yeah. is a man. He stood up and took it. He, st- he stood Correct. right there in the middle. Sure of he was fire. standing up. He didn't look like it. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Handsome hey. Hank tracked down his great work these days. He's focusing on the international uh, end of things here. Mexico City, series. London times. I don't even know how many anymore. Four. 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 Do you have anything to do with who gets to play in those games? Do you do you, do you help schedule them at all? Schedule them? 
No, there's you no, I don't have scheduling duties. Is that why no. Miami's over there? Let's get the Dolphins for three of those four. <laughs> They're there for um, one. Uh, handsome, uh, but yes, do track down the great stuff on Facebook and otherwise uh, with Kay Adams and the rest of the gang he has doing stuff. Really interesting stuff. Head-to-head competitions with soccer guys against NFL guys. It's very fun stuff among all the other stuff. Cindy Freeland has her new podcast along with Matt Money-Smith. Be on the lookout for that. Game theory and money, and also you'll see Cindy Freeland all over all NFL media platforms throughout the season, including game day morning. Check that out. Matt Money Smith, PMS, look for it on iHeartRadio. Watch him on NFL Fantasy Live. And, of course, we couldn't be more thrilled for him getting to call the uh, the L.A. Chargers games. It is really – He's like a four-down back. He was born yeah. to do it. He's I, like a four-down back. He's our Swiss Army. I'm a man of justice, and I like when people do what they're supposed to do at the highest level. Matt Money Smith, the best in the business, getting to call NFL football. It's grand stuff. Don't you play me off. I haven't even touted myself yet. I want to tell you about Eternal Red Zone <laughs> available on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, I'm not sure if it's getting another run on NFL Network. It's Eternal Red Zone, the Tom Brady Super Bowl edition. Not just for Patriots fans, by the way. You may remember that they lost a couple of those Super Bowls. It's great stuff, though, uh, watching that stuff back. And the Pick'em Show airs on Saturday and on Sunday, 9 a.m., 2 p.m., 11 p.m. on Saturday. Check it out, won't you? We'll be back at... You know, I mean, you like you want to keep playing that game. It's a game you're going to lose. Now you were close. You were about to start it, so and then you realized, son of a gun. I, I, uh, I, I've missed it. Uh, uh, now, uh, it. He will be back with more Huey and Applesauce for you after week one and uh, in front of week two to break it down. I think we have Ike Taylor and Maurice Jones-Drew paying Ooh. us a visit on Tuesday, so be on the lookout for that as we break it all down. On week of week one, 13 and three Steelers. Hey, wait, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not yes, done. you are. You're <laughs> done. done. It's been I a was thin slice of heaven. Now, it's been I, a thin slice on. of heaven. The email. Uh, listen, the tweet. I'll play it the now. Email. Play me out. I just want to say this. Uh, I've already started getting the tweets from people about. Oh well, I, I can't stand how much you make hate the Cowboys. Oh, why do you hate the Patriots so much? For the record, I don't hate team. any of your football because teams. They beat I hope Steelers all your teams too. win every game they play this year. How about that? It. Unless they're playing my team. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. 
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.